Hello, this is Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. The elections have come and long gone, but best believe that issues surrounding post-elections are still very much ongoing. Winners are being dragged to court and the best evidence wins, and more court cases. Basically, a merry-go-round has been on since the elections ended. One of such merry-go-rounds is the drama in the Plateau State House of Assembly. A little bird has it that the minority has been made the Speaker of the Plateau State House. How true is that? What exactly is happening in Plateau? My colleague who covers the Plateau tells us. There has been disagreement between the Speaker of the State Assembly and the APC with regard to the swearing-in of the new lawmakers who have been declared winner of the March 18 election by the Appeal Court. The uh, Speaker has been insisting that these new lawmakers will not be sworn in until January 23rd when the House resumes from its recess. Uh, But uh, the APC uh, is disagreeing with the uh, decision of the House, Uh, even though the Speaker is saying that uh, this decision was taken even before the uh, SAC members were present. To clarify this, uh, I spoke to the speaker and this is what he has to say. Yeah. And in a sitting, a motion was moved and seconded by another member that plenary should be adjourned till January. And in in parliamentary, in legislature, when a motion is moved and seconded, then it's become a document, a legal uh, document. Okay. And as the speaker, the only thing I do is to ask if there is any contrary uh, opinion. Yeah. If in an event is there is a contrary opinion, then you throw it into voting. Yeah. Those for and those against. Okay. But what happened on that particular plenary yeah. was the fact that when a motion was moved for yeah. the adjournment of the plenary, okay. I asked, is there any contrary opinion? No. There was no contrary opinion. Okay. Therefore, the resolution of the House by all the members there present agreed that the plenary should be adjourned in January so that members should go back to their various constituencies to engage their constituents. Do you get it now? Yes, I am getting you. So any insinuation claiming that the House was close to avert the swearing of the new members is a lie. How, for how long will the House remain close not to sway them in? That was Malam Ado Musa, the literature's correspondent in Plateau State. What exactly is the APC doing? Let's get back to Ado as he has a talk with the leader of the APC in the State House. The APC on the Plateau is aware of the statement that has been made by the Speaker that he is not going to sway in members until the House reconvenes after the declaration he had made for a recess which will terminate in January. I believe that Platum is bigger than any individual. The interest of Platum surpasses the interest of any other individual. I think the APC will do everything democratically possible and legally possible to make sure the House reconvenes because there are provisions in the House where there is a lockdown, there is a recourse into how the House can be opened. Whether there is recess, if there are matters of urgent importance, the speaker can recall the members back. The plateau situation is very unique, and therefore it is a situation where we need to appeal to our reasoning. The speaker is a young man. He doesn't need 
anybody to push him to destroy his political career. Okay. He needs to look to the future, not what has happened. Mm -hmm. The reality on ground is that APC has the majority of the members now in the Plateau State House of Assembly, and so democracy should take its course. Well, the APC is very hopeful that the Supreme Court will not do anything different from what has happened at the appeal court because law is about the facts, it's not about might. Law is law. And we believe that we will come out triumphant at the Supreme Court. Okay, do you have any reason to say that? My reasons are not far-fetched from what transpired at the appeal court. They looked at the facts presented by our legal team and came to the conclusion that PDP was in disobedience of court orders and therefore nobody is above the law. Okay, on the, ground, on the second ground of the APC, where it says that uh, the PDP candidate doesn't score the highest vote, uh, people have been making a lot of uh, news making around it. People don't even understand what was the state of the court on that second ground, that is apart from the issue of this uh, structure. Uh, the APC is saying that uh, PDP candidate has not scored the highest vote. Uh, what is the stand or what is the understanding of the judgment against that is Governor Mutfuan with regard to whether or not he has scored the highest vote? The judgment is very clear for anybody to read. Okay. Uh, even if they are talking of uh, votes, mm -hmm. we are very sure that the, 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 in our prayers mm. we said that they didn't win the highest votes when you take away the votes mm. that were removed from just north, just yeah. south and mm. Mongol local government yeah, yeah. and I believe that the judgment states clearly that take away those votes, you mm. find out that APC won the election sure. clean and clear okay. uh, He convened the house would APC allow him from minority, being the minority to lead the house, yes, something like that. It is very clear that in all climes of democracy, the majority always has its way and the minority will have their say. And therefore, it will be ridiculous for a minority member, not a minority leader, to lead the house because he doesn't have any other followership. It is the people who form the majority that make the principal officers in the house. And if he so deserves, maybe the minority leader. And he is not even qualified to be a minority leader because he is just a member. So it would not go well for democracy yeah. to allow a minority leader to be the Speaker of the House when the majority are there. Okay. So what is your word now to him? My advice to him is that he's a young man, he's growing. He should allow democracy to take its course and plateau to have its peace so that together with the majority members they can make laws for the betterment of the people of Plateau State. That was APC leader in Plateau State, Rufus Bature. You are listening to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. We'll be going on break. Do stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's the bearing. 
podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. You're welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we are looking at the playoffs of the election in Plateau State House of Assembly. Before we went on break, we heard from our colleague who told us what has been playing out in Plateau State House. We further heard from the APC leader and the speaker who told us their stance and the next line of action. Now, what does all this drama mean for our democracy and the people of Plateau? Let's hear from a political analyst. Um, Mr. Sharif. I think it's just part of the political maneuvering of the, by the political actors in the state trying to see how they can retain power. I think it looks as if the PDP is going to lose at the tribunal. Mm. So they're just trying to see how they can hold on to power. Though I don't see how that will actually work when or if the tribunal is ruling. Uh, or the court of appeal ruling appealed by the Supreme Court. Okay. So now we yeah. learned that they went on recess and people have the opinion yeah. that this was to avoid the swearing in of, you know, the new members. Do you agree with that? I think it is entirely reasonable to assume that because mm-hmm. the House, as it is, is supposed to sit for a minimum 180 days in mm-hmm. a year. And as it is, it is not possible that they have met that constitutional requirement. So obviously there must be something underneath as to why they decided to go on recess. Okay. So um, how is all of this affecting? Uh, is that is it, would this affect the people of um, Just in any way or the democracy in Just? Well, not just in Just. I think obviously when Parliament that is supposed to be the representative of the people cannot meet mm. or is only meet for whatever reasons, it affects the oversight functions that are supposed to be performing, particularly on the executive. All right. So if they cannot function, then government cannot be held to account. Okay. Even though, as we know, the House, House Assemblies are usually under the control of the governors. But yet, even if it is just symbolic, symbolic they should be able to function and to be seen to be functioning. Uh, no, well, I would just appeal that the people of the state should take whatever judgment will come back from the Supreme Court in good faith. It is part of democratic practice. I hear people talking about technicality and whether the cases of justice is different from what obtained in other places. But the fact is that technicalities are part of the rule of law and people should learn to obey and to abide by court judgments even when they don't feel them. That was a political analyst there speaking. Democracy is simply government for the people. Is this government serving the people? God bless Nigeria. That wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Bye for now.